To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Today, we've got my friend Marcus, who recently took a trip out to Orlando and went to uh, Disney and also went to a couple other places. Uh, and we're going to talk to him today about his most recent trip. How you doing, Marcus? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Thanks for joining us, Marcus. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, and this is exciting too, because one of the things that I really enjoy is just talking to people about trips. That's what really gets me um, continuing with my fandom and, and staying connected. So it's great to have you here. Yeah, and I, as I believe, uh, Mar- Marcus is a good friend of mine, and so I, I know all the things that is going on with him. And so this, this was recently, this was your honeymoon, correct? Yeah, it was a little bit of a honeymoon because uh, we had gotten married last year in uh, June. And so our original plan was a honeymoon in the spring this year. And as we all know, uh, stuff kind of happened and po- had to postpone it. So uh, our cruise, we still have a cruise credit that we have to use up, um, but we did have Disney tickets already purchased. So we, once things started reopening, we kind of waited to see how things were going to be. And then we finally picked a time to uh, head down there. And so you, you ended up buying those tickets way early, right? Yeah, we had those tickets back in like January. Okay. Cool. So those were able to be be extended, correct? That's what they did? Yeah, they basically gave us, I believe it was until the end of 2021, mm. I, I think, to, to use them up. Um, but I think we had... Um, it was something like we had until the end of this year, I think, to book it, but we had until the end of 2021 to actually use them. Mm. So we we might we we kind of just figured we might as well just do it now. Yeah, since we were itching to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so talking to Marcus, of course, he he came to me with some questions and and stuff about about Disney. Uh, Marcus went against my wishes and didn't stay at a, a Disney hotel, which is fine because he was also, he was doing other things while he was down there. Uh, but Marcus, where, where did you stay while you were down in Orlando? Yeah. So we stayed at the Hilton Orlando Buena Vista or the, the Lake Buena Vista Disney Springs area. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't the, uh, there's, there's another one with a very similar name called like the palace. It wasn't that one. Um, this one was kitty corner to Disney Springs. Um, had a direct skywalk uh, directly from our hotel area um, over to Disney Springs, and we definitely utilized that. Um, but it was highly recommend it. 
it was it was a really really good stay. Cool. Yeah, I've if if you're not gonna stay at a Disney hotel, uh, definitely one of those Disney Springs hotels. That's like your next best bet. Yeah, for sure. I haven't stayed off property at all, so um, it's nice to hear that other pe- how nice that is to be on you know right next to it or whatever. I didn't know there was any hotels that had a skywalk, but you guys were over at Disney Springs a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. It was. It wasn't um, attached to directly to the hotel like we had thought, um, but we so we had to kind of walk outside, um, not even a half a block or whatever, um, just kind of to the end of the street, and then it went um, over one street and over the other street, uh, which took you directly into Disney Springs. Uh, Marcus and I went on a uh, a trip out to California this year. And, uh, that's kind of when Marcus first learned about my, my Disney nerdery and mainly because just about every night after we get done with our, the things, uh, we, we coached a band. Um, and so we were there with that marching band and just about every night I'd be over at Disney Springs. And there were a couple nights there where, uh, Marcus would join me out at Disney Springs. So that was, it was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So what uh, what kinds of things did you do while you were down there? Yeah, so it was um, we were there a week ago. A week ago today, uh, Wednesday, we were at Animal Kingdom. Uh, that was our first day. We we flew down Tuesday night, so we had all day Wednesday at Animal Kingdom, um, and then after Animal Kingdom, we went back to Disney Springs for dinner. Had dinner reservations at um, City Works, a really good brewery. They had over ninety beers on tap. Um, highly recommend that place as well if you ever get a chance to go down there uh, soon. Um, and then Thursday, we went to the other park. I'm not sure <laughs> if I can talk about that. Uh, oh, you, you can say it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so we went, to, we went to Universal on Thursday. Um, and then Friday, we went back and hit up Magic, uh, Magic Kingdom. And then we left Saturday. Sounds awesome. like a whirlwind of a trip. Was it a oh, quick yeah. one? or? Yeah, it was quick. Uh, we're still recovering. <laughs> we're, we were exhausted as we would like to say you need a vacation from your vacation yes, right absolutely <laughs> did you guys end up making fast passes and such no we so we were a little confused so no, i'm not a big disney nerd like you guys are um <laughs> i i love disney absolutely but as far as planning um i wasn't really sure what i needed to do or whatever i i know about fast passes and everything and how it works um, but originally, when we had scheduled back in January, obviously things were running as as normal, and so we we had made uh, fast pass um, uh, bookings or or whatever you want to call them, um, and we had that all set up. But then once they shut down, they kind of we kind of lost them or something. So then once we rebooked our new dates, um, it said that they weren't allowing fast passes to become available. So we went down there with no fast passes, but while we were at the parks, both Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, um, a couple times we saw people using the fast pass lane. So we're not sure if it was maybe um, annual pass holders or how exactly that all worked, um, but we did not utilize the fast pass while we were down there. So I know that they're using that for. Um for uh uh ride switch if if someone's oh sure got a, if you're not familiar with it if yep someone has a small kid that can't ride a ride 
everyone waits in line and they give you a fast pass to come back for right. one of the parents that can't ride. Um, so you might have been seeing something like that. That could be. Might have been tour groups. Um, if you pay for a VIP tour. Um, sure. Yeah. Or the or the uh, disability pass. I know okay. that they were still using it for disability. So yeah. Cool. So uh, one of the one of the big thing big things we wanted to talk to you about was um, kind of the COVID protocols that they had going on at the parks. Um, can you kind of like take us through all of the different things that they were doing there? Yeah. So at Animal Kingdom. Um, and really Magic Kingdom, it was, it was very, it was run uh, very similar. Um, each park was very similar to, to what they were doing. And as far as entry, um, the first stop we had to make was get our temperature checked. So they had um, your typical security tent, uh, single file line, social distancing, six feet. Um, of course, everyone's wearing a mask already. Um, so you had to have a mask and then you get in line, they take, take your temperature one person at a time kind of go through the line, um, just like a normal security checkpoint would be. Um, following that tent would be your actual security tent. Um, and it's been maybe 20 or so years since I've been down there. So I'm not sure exactly the normal procedures as far as um, security. But what we had to do was, again, single file line. And then um, Basically, they wouldn't they wouldn't search your bags or anything you had with you. You would just walk through like the metal detector, and then if it gets set off, they would pull you aside um, to search your your bags and uh, your belongings. But we we kind of breezed right through that. We didn't have any issues or anything, so we kind of just walked right through security. And then at, right after security was the um, ticket booths, or you know you just pass through that if you already have your tickets and kind of just walk in from there. And then once you're in the park, um, it, shockingly, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be as far as, you know, they weren't like super strict. They weren't yelling in your face like, hey, you got to wear your mask, blah, blah, blah. It was it was obviously very, very friendly and very uh, Disney-esque as, as far as how they went about it. Um, so you would hear um, maybe every... 20, 25 minutes, you would hear an announcement over the, the PA system, like, you know, friendly reminder, everyone has to wear a mask or a face covering over your nose and mouth. And um, anyone that is found not wearing it will be asked to leave. Um, so just kind of more reminders like that. And then um, they did have hand sanitizer stations like everywhere. Um, I know, Kylo, you had told me that something with their, their garbage can rule, it's like every 40 steps or something yep. it kind of it kind of seemed that way with the hand sanitizer stations <laughs> as well um it was every every couple of feet you'd see one and it would be the automatic you know kind of stick your hand under there and it would squirt some out um so we we found ourselves doing that a lot uh we also found ourselves running to the bathroom a lot just to wash our hands whether it was before or after a ride um but as far as the rides go and attractions there wasn't really Again, it wasn't like super strict. It was just, hey, like here's a hand sanitizer station. You probably should use it. But um, that basically was it for Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. It was very similar. And then how did those uh, protocols compare with Universal? Yeah, so at Universal, again, it, it wasn't very strict in your face. 
but they did something that stood out to me um, compared to Disney was that they had someone physically standing. So like you go on a ride, they had someone physically standing there with a bottle where they would squirt your hands with hand sanitizer before you get on the ride. Um, whereas at Disney, they would just have the self uh, stations where you would kind of just, it would be up to you to, to do it or not. Um, but at Universal, they had someone there physically squirting into your hand. Um, so that was, again, kind of a personal preference and just my opinion. It was, it, it seemed safer, I guess, um, because they had someone there physically doing every single person. Whereas at, at Disney, you may see a couple people kind of skip it. And uh, it's just, it was kind of personal preference at, at Disney. So did you see anybody uh, not following the rules? And when that did happen, what kind of, uh, I know you said that people weren't like shouting in people's faces to uh, put their mask on, but like, did you see any, anything like that where like Disney, Disney employees had to kind of scold people for not following the rules? Yeah, there, there was, I don't even want to call it an instance because it wasn't really like a major thing. But at one point we were walking, uh, just walking around and there was a couple sitting on a bench that they had their masks off. And from behind us, we heard, I'm assuming a cast member say, excuse me, you guys need to wear your masks. Um, it was, but again, it was super friendly and, you know, they weren't like yelling or anything. Um, but other than that, everyone pretty much followed the rules. Um, we all kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into and everyone basically like, you know, we're all there for the same reason. And like I said, we, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. So for the most part, everyone pretty much followed the rules. That's real good to hear. Yeah, it's really good to hear. Last thing that I'm wondering about is with the rides, like when you got on, I know I've been hearing about uh, plexiglass partitions on the rides themselves. I'm hearing that they're starting to fill the rides completely. I'm wondering what kind of experiences you guys had there. Sure. So, for example, at Animal Kingdom, um, we did the safari, which was really cool. And we did, actually did the safari a couple times. Um, and they had... Um, like a plastic between every, every single row so that they would kind of fill up because there was plastic. But then for example, uh, in magic kingdom, when we went on big thunder mountain railroad, they would only fill up each car or it, it would depend on the amount of people in your party. So for example, my wife and I, we would only be, we would only, we would get a whole car, which is three rows, I think to ourselves. Whereas if there was a party of six or eight, they would get the entire car. So they would get three or four rows um, together, but then they, would, they wouldn't they would seat the next person until like the back of the car behind them. So it, it kind of depends on, on the ride. Mm. Okay. Or like we did, I'm just thinking back now, when we did um, Space Mountain and Space Mountain has like the two cars, we'll call them. With like, what is it? Three seats, I think, in each car. Sure. Yep. We had, like, my wife and I had the front two in the first. And then the, the couple behind us had the last two in the second car. So have, okay. there's a, a little bit of space there. But there, there wasn't any, like, partitions or anything like that. Okay. Uh, it, the, the one thing that, from what you just said, stood out to me. 
other than all of the different ways that they're loading people up, um, <laughs> was that you said we went on, uh, um, not Jungle Cruise, uh, Safari. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys went on uh, the Safari a couple times. Um, did you did you guys have to wait long? Like, did you guys really like it? Because I if if I went on uh, the Safari twice, that would be like my entire day. All, uh, whenever I went. Okay. Well, we did the Safari three times. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because oh, wow. the the first time we were literally the first ride of the day. We were there right away in the morning, so we did the mm-hmm. first ride. Then we did a couple other rides, um, and obviously checked out some animals and whatnot. And the other thing, it was cold on Wednesday or when we were down there last week. And so a lot of the animals weren't out. Um, for example, we tried doing the, um, I forget the name of it, the, like the, the monkey trail, the, I can't think of I don't oh, know the names. Yeah. Of it. The gorilla falls. Yeah. Gorilla gorilla falls. falls. And yep. we, before we get in there, the, the, the cast members were basically like, by the way, there are, there aren't any gorillas out right now. Um, so like, <laughs> we're not sure how much you're going to see. Uh, but we still went anyways but anyways back to the safaris um yeah so we we had the first ride of the day and then we did a couple other things and then we went back about the middle of the day and then actually we made time to be the last ride of the day Mm. um so it 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 did take up a little bit of time but we we still got through everything else we wanted to do um during the day so And, and it was cool because they they obviously say like, "Oh, each ride is different." Well, it's true because <laughs> <laughs> doing doing the three rides, uh, we saw different animals every time. Um, so, it, I don't know if you have to do it three times in a day, but I definitely would recommend at least twice because y- you will see something different. And this is this is kind of a good thing to mention. Um, uh, I know Marcus isn't too into um, rides that go upside down and stuff like that um he likes speed but he doesn't like things that kind of like shaky around um so that makes a lot of sense that that he got really into the the safari uh was there anything else out there marcus that you that you didn't ride because you were kind of worried about it the only i should say the only ride we did everything at animal kingdom i believe i even did everest Mm -hmm. that was that was something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then at Magic Kingdom, the only ride we didn't do was Splash Mountain because hashtag water ride. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then we didn't do the teacups. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You did say the weather was a little chilly down there. Yeah. The first day. There. Yeah. The first day, I think the high was maybe 60, mm. which compared to up here, I have. I wasn't complaining, um, <laughs> but then the the other days we were there, it did warm up into like the the mid to high seventies, so it was it was perfect. Nice. So, kind of give us an idea of what what you guys were doing. Where'd you eat? What do you uh, what kinds of things did you like riding? It sounds like you enjoyed the safari, but what else? Yeah, so we at Animal Kingdom. I think our favorite was Flight of Passage. Um, that definitely was part of the highlight of our of our day that that first day um i was a little skeptical at first because um what was it, a couple years ago in, when i was in high school we took a band trip out to california to disneyland and that was my first experience with soren 
and I hated it. <laughs> not not a big oh, no. fan of those motion rides, um, but I I'm a big fan of Avatar, so I I gave Flight of Passage a, a chance, and I want to go back right now. <laughs> um, so that that was good. Um, at Big Thunder or at uh, Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder Mountain is probably my favorite. So we definitely did that a couple times. Um, I'm also a big Toy Story fan, so we did Buzz, the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin alien shooter thing. That was awesome. Um, and then I actually did ride Space Mountain for my first time. So that was that was pretty cool. I did kind of want to bring up how uh, you're kind of a novice uh, Disney fan, but it seems like you're starting to like get a little bit more into it. Um, but I did want to ask, um, if, uh, listening to our podcast helped at all, uh, and if, um, it's kind of made you want to like start going back and like make it kind of like a a thing that you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast definitely has helped, uh, get us prepared for our trip. Um, when you guys came out with this, we were really excited. Um, because it was finally someone that, you know, we, we kind of know, um, and to have a podcast and ha- have, uh, weekly episodes come out and have, you know, have different topics. So it was really cool and really exciting for us to kind of follow you guys on your journey so far and hear different tips and tricks as far as what, what we can do and what not to do and what, what can help us prepare for our trip. And it, I think it definitely helped. Awesome. That's, that's really good to hear. Cause that's kind of, that's what we want to do. Um, and we kind of want to make it a little bit easier to like pull people into Disney fandom. Right. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would highly recommend. Well, we were at the parks. One thing that kind of sucked was that they say, you know, you have to wear a mask unless you're actively eating or drinking. Uh, they also say no eating or drinking while in line. So, one thing that we kind of had to watch out for was um, when we're eating, you know, typically you would get, you know, for example, we'll just say you get a soda or whatever, and like you can still walk around and head to your next attraction or ride. Well, you can't really do that anymore. So you kind of have to take some time out of your day to actually, you know, get food and sit down or stand um, in one spot and eat so that you, you can take your mask off. Um, and chow down on whatever you're eating and then head to your next spot. Um, so we, we kind of, we didn't really run into trouble, but it was just tough because, you know, for example, we got in line for some ice cream and we would have loved to just take our ice cream cone and walk around, but you can't, you're not supposed to at least do that. So we kind of, we kind of both looked at each other and said, well, I guess we're just going to sit and eat this ice cream. Um, so that, that was really the only thing that, that kind of stood out to us was, um, having to actually take time out to stop what you're doing and and have to grab some, grab a bite to eat. That's something that I, uh, as I've been watching things going on down there, that that has bothered me as well because I'm not someone to stand still. Yep. I'm constantly wanting to be to the next thing, and it bothers me when I'm sitting still. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it's interesting yeah. too, also because I several times uh when i'm at disney what i'll do is i'll get line snacks and so i'll um 
they've got popcorn everywhere. Uh, yep. So I'll grab a popcorn and just like munch on that while I'm in line and eventually mm-hmm. finish. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I do that a lot. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just something that you don't really think about until you're there. Yep. And yep. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting. Cool. So do you want to give us kind of like an overarching, like um, what you thought about um, your trip and then what you thought about Disney's response to COVID um, and just kind of like your conclusion on stuff, whether or not it's, um, it's definitely something I'm thinking about um, with flights being so cheap of going out there and just uh, would you recommend people going out to Disney uh, at this point right now? Sure. So I definitely think it was, the trip was worth it. We had a blast. We can't wait to go back. We want to, if we could, we would go back tomorrow. Um, But that's not going to happen. But if, if you can make it down there, I would, um, as long as you play it smart and you follow their guidelines um, none of none of their guidelines or rules are outrageous. Everyone has to wear a mask. Everyone has to get temperature checked. Um, yeah, it was it was a blast. Um, you know, on, on Wednesday it was a little chilly, being the the time of year. Um, the crowds Wednesday at at Animal Kingdom the crowds were nice. Um, the longest we had to wait for a ride, or I should say, the longest posted wait time was maybe 50 minutes and it it took us maybe 40 to 45 and that was flight of passage um now granted we waited um till later in the day because when we first got there one of the reasons why we headed to the safari first was the line for flight of passage was all the way to the safaris um and if you know how far that is it was kind of a, a long wait um so that's part of the reason why we just jumped on a safari right away instead of heading over to um, Pandora. Uh, so we waited. And then once we, like I said, we, we got on flight of passage a little later in the day and the posted time was 50, 55 minutes. And we waited in line, got through and exited in just about 45. Um, so it, it wasn't that bad. Um, the crowds at Magic Kingdom, it was a Friday. Um, so it was a little more crowded than Animal Kingdom was. Um, but still there people were social distancing people waiting in lines were pretty um, adamant about following the the stickers on the ground every six feet you know you'd kind of wait until the party in front of you reached the next one and then you would kind of move up and kind of caterpillar your way up to the front Um, but yeah I mean everyone everyone followed the rules everyone wore a mask Um, no one really made a scene or anything It, it it was it went pretty smoothly, I, I would say. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's that's great to hear. Uh, I'm really happy to hear that. It, de- it definitely gives me something to think about. Um, my birthday's coming up in February, so I've been kind of thinking about going out there and uh, doing a little trip here too. So it's it's good to hear that that you would recommend going out there and you felt safe out there. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was a little weird at first because obviously – you have to wear a mask and you have to get your temperature checked and, you know, it's stuff you're not really used to, um, especially there. Um, but it, as long as you can get over the fact of, okay, you know, I'm not the only one wearing a mask. Um, it was, it was fine. Cool. Well, thanks for, thanks for coming out 
Uh, Marcus, it was really nice to talk to you. It's really nice to talk to somebody who has been out to the parks um, and has been out there seeing uh, all the COVID precautions that they're taking. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, it was nice to hear what kinds of things were going on and that you guys had a good time. So, Yeah, no problem. Enjoyed this. No problem. So that was great to be able to talk to Marcus and kind of find out what Disney is like right now from somebody who's actually been there firsthand. Yeah, that was really great. You know, I watch a lot of the YouTubers and people that are out there all the time, but it's nice to hear a firsthand account of what they actually went through. Um, a lot of it sounded a lot what I've heard, but uh, there were a lot of interesting things that he said. So yeah, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's all we got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in to Miles from Main Street. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com. With any thoughts, and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm.